Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Oh, oh, uh... Nonsense Podcast. With Ad Walsh Disney. There are few who deny it. What I do, I am the best. For my talents are renowned far and wide. He's an angry elf. At Still Smooth Productions. My name's DMC with the mic in my hand and I'm chilling in. Just like a snowman. La 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 catching. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. <laughs> at St. Bale's. It's turbo time. Santa Claus. Ha, ooh, I'm really scared. <laughs> Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. Yes, this Christmas music. It's joyful and triumphant. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? Did you hear that? Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in, Senseless. This is the BNPN. The Bold Nonsense Podcast Network, and this is the flagship Bold Nonsense Show. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. The red light Merry is Christmas. on. Merry Christmas. The red light is on. Red light means stop thinking. Get a little senseless with us. It is 12-23-2020. That is December 23rd of the year 2020. And for, for those calendar people, those people keeping track, that is a Wednesday. And we're going to put it out on Wednesday. Because we want you to listen to this and we want it to get you in the holiday spirit. We wanna we wanna launch you into the best Christmas of your lives. You know, because sometimes the best isn't when things are going good. It's when things are going poorly that you need it even more. And so we're that's that's our mindset going in, everybody. And we hope you're ready. It's episode 141. This this is what we do. We're about bringing friends, partners, people that don't have relationships. Uh, currently, we're about the, the this network is about bringing them together. Oh yeah. And this is what I think we do best. We pretend to talk sports. You know more sports than myself. I'll, I'll just say that. But we're here. Our main goal is to bring everybody together. Yeah. That's why we tell you, spread the nonsense. Because yes. we, like, we like to spread it. It's like, a, it's like those atomic, atomic explosions where they go out first. That's what we're doing. We spread it out first. And then, boom, we bring it all together real quick. Nice. And, and we, have, we have long-lasting effects for thousands of years. 
<laughs> Long shelf life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least we like to think so. And the we of it all is myself. I'm at Walsh Disney, the happiest host on earth. Remember, don't try this at home, kids. I am a professional. Later, dudes. Later, Rip. Hang pen. I'm full of the, the Christmas spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm loving it. I just had a, very, had a good day. Can't wait to, to really dive in to all the Christmas. So Christmas is my favorite time of the year. It's hard not to have this be your favorite time. You see more smiles around, people walking, you listening to the to the Christmas music. I love decorations. Mm. I think what I'm going to do is, uh, you know, we've got the the Walsh house looking pretty Christmassy, and I, I like it. We've worked hard on it, and I think I'm going to take a picture. and I'm going to post it for the for the the senseless. Because you do love- lawn stuff too, don't you? Huh? Like you do lights and you do lawn stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's a new thing this year. Trying to round out the look. Get it all done. So I, I think I'm going to take a picture. Because I love, I love to see the different decorations. And I think there are other people out there that do too. So I'm going to spread that. That decoration joy. Now, do you do candy canes? Like lining the walkway? Do you do like reindeer on the front lawn? What, what kind of lawn stuff do you got going on? There, there's like lights. There's some candy canes. Really, it all starts at what works. You know, that's where, that's where the whole adventure starts. And then it's adjusting to everything from there. Big, big lights around windows, uh, anywhere you can get, get lights, gutter lights. Uh, and, and then it, it's kind of a, I'm trying to think of the right word for it. Not haphazard, but a resourceful type of lighting. Tasteful. Yeah, tasteful. And it's just like. You think dare about I say, this... re- dare I say, reverent? <laughs> <laughs> there's Not some, quite. there's some reverence, but for for me, my type of lighting is like, I've got this string. There are lights over here on the right, and some on the left, but not enough. Where can I possibly put them? It's very, it, it it's a very kind of, um, I don't know. Resourceful is kind of the be- the best way to say it. it's just, it's not the the neatest. It's not the the cleanest, but it's it it shows it shows the cheer. It shows that the family actually put up the lights. Cause though I don't know how some people like get the lights on so crisp on like their huge mansions and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you know those people they, just probably paid someone to go up and they have put companies. on the lights. Like there was a. Per- Is there other services? Dude, there are actual service. I didn't know this except I, I was driving. You know I drive around a lot for work, and there was this van. Full of lights that was decorating, and it was one of those, um, not like gated communities, but those kind of subdivisions that have, yeah. the, you know, they've got the brick, brick yeah. entrance, and it's something acres, you know, welcome T- to Tiger Terrace, yeah, something like that. <laughs> and these, this company was decorating the front of that with like the bushes and stuff. Oh, I didn't know they okay. had that. I. I've long, long suspected of companies existing for that reason. I've just never seen one. So good for you to outing them. Good I, for you for outing I them. I spotted them. I spotted them. I was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But there's Shame a company on you. for everything, I guess. Um, real quick. So you're, I'm going to take it. Decorations are your favorite part of the Christmas 
season. Is that we'll get to it. We'll get okay. That's, I think that's one of my random thoughts. Upcoming upcoming segment. I'm gonna oh okay. I'm gonna save my men. Um, Oh, yeah. For bank it for random thoughts. Bank yeah. that, and we'll talk about it for ran- for random thoughts. But don't forget it. If you got to write it down, write it down. Uh, I got you. Okay. I got you. So I, I believe this is going to be a big tangent show. I could already feel the energy. Oh yeah. I believe I introduced myself. Don't think I got to you. So I am going to do a little bit of elongated uh, intro for Smooth as he writes, uh, so he doesn't forget. But it <laughs> is the man himself. Across the FaceTime, he's bearded, not white like Santa, but it is bearded. It's young Santa. There is, there is, that's, con- that's canonical, I believe it's the term, because there is the, the animated seer- show, the animated movie, with Santa as a young man, and he look, does look, I gotta say, oh. a lot like uh, our man at Still Smooth PTO. He does have a red beard. Right, and he's kind of you. Kind of got that. You kind of got that look. A little bit. Okay. Well, I'm gonna lean into that. It's a good look. Uh, For this episode 141, you can now address me as Still Smooth, Mr. PTO, or Mr. Chris Kringle. You log? Not a log. I don't have a log, but I mean, you know, if I had a log, not in the sense that you think I said I did. (laughs) The young version. Yeah. But I am young claws. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I am back in the saddle and so happy to be with my partner here at Walsh Disney. Love to do it each and every week, but this is going to be a heavy episode of all good stuff. Not, not Maybe not so much sports heavy, but this is going to be yeah. a great episode. But let's go ahead and dive into what happened on this day in sports. On this day in sports, December 23rd, back in 1972, the Immaculate reception with an r the immaculate reception took place as the steelers turned around a seven to six deficit with a last second touchdown reception against my raiders to win the game 13 to 7 at Walt disney we've long said this before if you were to have a nfl team some sort of allegiance it would swing towards the steelers can you give me any other details about this game, reception, anything like that? The Immaculate Reception? Some people believe the ball hit the ground. Back then, they didn't have the, the amount of camera angles or, or replay. And some people say, they've even tried to throw science and physics in it, that it is ah. not possible to catch that ball. I say, that's a Christmas season, baby. That's why it's Immaculate. <laughs> Yeah, some things are, are, you know, science. Some things science can explain, and some things are best left unexplained. Yeah, it, absolutely. And during this season, plenty of things unexplainable. You just go watch Elf if you are wondering about <laughs> that. It was caught. It was a touchdown. Let's go Steelers. Let's go Steelers. Yeah, but and with that in mind, let's go to random thoughts. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm not going to do what everyone thinks I'm going to do and flip out, man. No, I'm saying, well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. I'm in a brainstorm session. I think I just, yeah, I just had an idea. Isn't that weird? In to random thoughts we go. Um, 
should say you kind of alluded to it. Yes, this will be a different episode. No news. All we're doing, honestly, is this is a Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Let's get that right. Let's get let's get it straight right now. This is a Christmas episode. Random thoughts. Those are going to be Christmas for the most, almost exclusively, maybe not one hundred percent, but mostly Christmas. Um, got some trivia. Not going to do the news. That's too that's too sports esque. Do have to do one thing in a winner. It yes. is week sixteen. This, this is, is our, yeah. We're not animals. We can't miss it. Uh, mm-hmm. I would like to say. We didn't have an episode last week. Uh, we talked. We were talking off pod. Got a lot of technical stuff going on, so didn't get one done last week. But we did make our picks, and I do have those results. Just so you know, was gonna post a picture. Totally forgot. That's on me. But hey, <laughs> it's the holidays. Give me a break here. Uh, so we are gonna do one thing in a winter, and then we do have an awesome recess that is very Christmassy. We are going to break down some of the best holiday movies of all time. Stay tuned, please, for your own good. Listen to the entirety of this episode. It's going to be awesome. You will enjoy it. Uh, but we start now with random thoughts, and uh, we've got a we've got a good amount. We've got a good amount. So you want to start, or or you just oh. wrote, you just wrote one down. Do you want to start with that, or do you want me to start, and we'll get to yours after? <coughs> Mine is a quick one. I will start. I'll start with one. I uh, want to start out with, well, this is gonna, it's, it's kind of, we want to shout out certain people, but not the company, because on this show, we don't do ads. No free ads. No, no free ads. I mean, if they want to throw <laughs> some shekels, some doubloons our way, we'll go ahead and read anything you want. <laughs> we don't care what it says. We don't have shame. Uh, but, no payment, this isn't taxation without representation. No payment, yeah. no shout out. But we will shout out the people that work for this company, and these people bring us our bring us the things that we want to give to others, things we want to receive, and they work very hard. We appreciate them very, very much. So shout out to anybody who works that that might be listening, or if you know somebody, make sure that they feel appreciated from us here at Bold Nonsense Podcast. Um, but one thing I did notice about these people that bring us our gifts, and they work for the biggest, I would say the biggest of these. It's a new biggest, but the biggest of these companies. They have a, sometimes it looks like a smile. We'll allude to it, but no ads. <laughs> um, these people tend to wear shorts with the athletic tights underneath. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed this? These delivery people. It's, it's like athletic shorts with the athletic tights underneath. And I don't, I've seen so many of them do it. And I don't know if it's like a uniform thing. If they're not allowed to maybe dress. Like that's how they stay warm because they can't wear sweats. Or I don't know what's going on here. So let me, before I respond, let me get this straight. So I need clarification on what you think the odd part is. Is it the athletic shorts? Is it shorts in general? Or is it that they're spandex that they're wearing spandex, like underwear to work. It's spandex, yeah, the spandex underwear under the shorts, and I just feel like that's kind of a Is that weird what you uniform. Think? Like that's, I I feel I see people doing that to the store. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like that's yeah. a workout look. Like what are we doing here? And they yes. clearly didn't just come from the gym. 
Yes. Mostly because it's COVID. Gyms aren't even like barely even open. So and, and your bot your your cart's full of you know donut holes. You're not yeah. you're not going to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, granted, that's why I go. I, I work out so that I can get the donut holes. But mm-hmm. uh, so I'll give them a pass. But it's like that's a weird look anyway, and they're doing it for work. So I just think that's very odd. I gotcha, and I'm not gonna say it's odd at all because two times. And feel free to rebuttal, and because I think it's odd that you don't think it's odd. <clears throat> the two times I wear, at, like, I'm just gonna call them spandex. Refer yeah. to my spandex. Working out and doing anything physically active. So, like, if I'm mowing the lawn, nope, no cotton, no, no, even though sometimes the boxer briefs have now evolved from just cotton to, like, more of a spandex feel, I don't want to be sweating in those. If I'm going, I've been moving for the past week, I've been nothing but spandex. It's just all about the range of motion, and I feel like, I don't want to be sweating, and I don't want to have the without getting too vulgar the the backside sweat. Yeah. You know, the lower backside sweat. Oh, yeah. I don't want that. It's just a weird feeling in my briefs. So I want to always have that range of motion available and that comfort yeah. available if I'm doing something active. Plus, what if they got to run away from some dogs or something? You like need that. that. I don't know. You need that wicking action. The wi- thank That's you to you summarize want. it. You could have summarized everything I just said in just I prefer wicking a wicking material. <laughs> I like That's, to take the long way to explain it. That is wild to me. I am I guess I'm a person that that look spandex, really spandex in general, but especially under the shorts, that's not a public look for me. So don't I, wear it in Oh, okay. I have a hard time wearing that to run out in public. Like, I'll, I wear that look to run on the treadmill, but out in public, that's a rough look for me. And I don't know if that, maybe that's just a me thing. You know, this Even is, though, you, huh. You can, huh. this can be a season of introspection, and I will, I will, I will internalize that, and we will, we will move on. But that is, that is something I thought was weird. Maybe it's not weird. We might chalk that up as just like, hey, we're two different people. I don't yeah. know. Because that, that's, that's very odd. No, I'm not even going to say odd. I'm not not saying it's not like, hey, stop that. I'm just saying is like it's a you do you thing, but I thought it was weird. Yeah. Maybe it's not. Fair enough. I will say grocery lines a bit. If you're not working out or going to work out, grocery store is probably not the way to wear. Yeah. And it was mostly just because I saw like multiple of these people, of these delivery people doing this. And so I was is this uh, maybe one of the senseless knows? Is this like a is this a work uniform thing? Let us mm. know. Let us know mm. as we move on. Um, I'll save that one. Here's a Christmas one. Are you a better giver or receiver of presents? These are things Ooh. you everyone should talk about during the Christmas time. By by the way, so go go ahead and talk to this with with your family. Are you a better receiver I, or giver? Because I feel I, like but, the, the whole situation is awkward either way. It can be awkward, awkward to give it can be. or it's not receive. standard awkward. Because yeah. you, you, you want to give the right response and, and, you know, and, and all that. And it's not a common exchange. So it can be awkward. But I feel like everyone is either better at giving or receiving. Like I'm, a better, I'm better at giving the present than getting the present. 
And just to dive into this a little more, when you're saying giving, are you talking about like really sitting down and thinking like, hey, what would this person appreciate rather than like in the moment when you're actually handing over the gift, like explaining the gift or like, are you think, are you considering, or what do you, I was, what all goes into like was, giving the gift? I was thinking at the moment of transaction, um, oh. because that's when I feel like it gets awkward when it, when it can, not necessarily awkward, but like, uh, there's a formality or there's a general, oh. general way that, you know, both sides need to act and it can get into this awkward dance area. That's funny. Okay. And for me, I'm better. Like when I receive it, I, I, it's hard for me to be like, don't overdo the reaction because then they think it's fake. Don't underdo it because then they think you don't like it. And it's hard for me to hit that sweet spot. But when I give a gift, I'm a lot better at it. Does that I, make sense? Yes. Thank you for clarifying. Where I don't think, where I put, I like to think I put a lot of effort into gift giving, and like I'm not. I don't think I've been the person to like just pick off something off the shelf and give it like there's thought that goes into gifts, you know, but I do all that prep and stuff in my head. Like, Oh, Walsh Disney's going to love this present for X, Y, and Z. This is the perfect present. But when I, when I get to the Christmas exchange, I kind of get just excited and just almost a little nervous and I go and just give you the gift and yeah. then like I don't really know how to act so I'm not a good gift giver in the moment mm. I like I think I'm a better gift receiver and not just because I I wouldn't say like I know what you're saying you have to like match the energy level like not too much not too little but that can be misconstrued as like <clears throat> like acting right but like yeah. I've always I've never, I've always felt appreciative for a gift that I've received and I'm able to make the connections about why they're like giving that. And like, it just feels right. So like, I feel like I'm a better receiver than giver. Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. And that's, that's, it's cool that, that it's, it's different for each of us. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's interesting. Cause I know like I'm very similar to my sister and she has a hard time get, receiving presents. Or watching somebody receive a present's rough for her, so it's just very interesting. Really? Yeah, it's very That's... interesting how people approach it. I'll have to watch people more closely this year when they're opening gifts because I don't think I've ever met. I'll have to watch you closely this year. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to not to think about it when it happens. <laughs> I'll try not to think about it when it happens. Okay, how about let's? What's your random thought? Uh, I, my random thought was just real, it was real quick, but it sounded like you were going to talk about it. It's just the, my favorite part of the Christmas season. Were you talking about that? Yeah, I like, I like one of mine is favorite and least favorite part of the Christmas season. Um, do you want to roll into that right now? Yeah, let's do it. What's your favorite? Okay, what, I'll let, what, you want to start negative in your least favorite or you want to start positive with your favorite? Positive. Okay. No, no, negative, because I want to yeah. end on the positive. Okay, so uh, my le least favorite, if you've, got, if you've got yours, go for it, because I, I got I'm a tee, yeah, I'm going to tee it up, and then you can, you'll, you'll get some time to think about it, but mine, without a doubt, is just how freaking crazy some people can be. It, it's like, I watched Jingle All the Way, you know, the other day, and it's a classic scene where they're all trying to 
you know, grab the the um, bouncy ball so they can get a turbo man and people are fighting each other. And I was I was out today getting a gift card. It's the last thing I had to do. And I I was driving on 99W, which is also just a terrible highway to take. Yeah. yeah. And I kid you not, an eight mile trip, four miles one way, four miles back, took me an hour. Because there's just so many like just people just rushing around car. I saw three car accidents. That's basically what I'm saying is like Ooh. I saw three different car accidents. People are just rushing around, and they people are just forgetting the. I get there's there's an urgency around the holidays, but you know like me included, we were the ones who waited to the last minute to get something. You know, yeah. so it's like, hey, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. If you're upset that you're sitting there, maybe do it. Just two days earlier, yeah. <laughs> you know. Or just understand so. that we're the same people here. Yeah, <laughs> you can't get mad at yourself. Yeah, there's the early <laughs> buyers. We're team late buyers. Very, very much so. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I'm a team late. I was a team late buyer till this year. I started buying my, and I know you're different. I think you're early buy. You're an early yeah. buyer, right? Yeah, yeah. So I went your route this year. Bought all my gifts. And I wrapped it up. I just needed one gift card, and I sat on it since I sat on getting it since Thanksgiving. Finally got it today, the twenty third. So about a month later. Oof. Oof. Glad I only had one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the rough one. Uh, I think my least favorite part. So I love decorations, mm. but I don't know if I love uh, actually getting the decorations up. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine doing it. But I, I, I very much enjoy it being done a lot more than the process of getting it done. Just especially like, you know, hanging lights on the gutters. That's always, it's just a pain. And I, I don't feel like they, we've come up with the, the best way to do it yet. It's 2020 and we still don't, like, it's definitely not the staple gun. It's not the yeah. hooks break off. You know, like exactly. Now that we got a vaccine coming, let's put some science into getting <laughs> the decorations better. You let's let's saying? back that because I feel like once we get that very efficient, it's going to be even better for the holiday season. I love thinking about like where they go, how to do this best, but I don't necessarily love getting that done. You're a planner. Yeah. I like it. That's well, good. let me raise you one. Yeah. What's what's worth putting up or taking down? Putting up for me, because taking really? things can go quickly. It's just a you that's know, you can true. Pull, you it's can it's quicker. A, you can pull on a string, and you don't have to be. Oh well, it doesn't hang right. You know, you gotta that's it's gotta true. hang a little low, lower here, blah blah blah. There, you can just take it down. It's more meticulous. Yeah, and really, what I've decided is it's the tree <coughs> ornaments on a tree, because you have to space them right, or else it doesn't look good. Blah, blah, blah. I don't like all that. I just like yeah. it being like get up there, and then I love yeah. when it's done. Yeah, that's that's my Scrooge thing is I don't love that the hanging of the ornament. Favorite part of Christmas, and you and uh, you've alluded to it. Mine is buying the present, figuring out what I'm gonna get people. I love, I love give, giving gifts. So like for me, it's it's what, what do I want to get? You know, you and Bales or or the captain. You know, just my whole family in general. What do I want to get them? That's my favorite. I like that. I like that. Um, I'm going to go with 
the random interaction or the the yeah the random interactions you have or the interactions that you have with random people the two week or i would i'd really say two weeks maybe the week leading up to christmas everybody i come in contact with i give them a happy holidays whether it's check out check out stand whether it's holding the door whether it's passing them you know in line somewhere but we like actually connect yeah. i would i would never say hi or whatnot i'm not like a Again, I'm not a Scrooge or anything like that, but I wouldn't say hi to them any other time of the year. But this is my chance to do something, say, hey, happy holidays. Um, and you don't know what they're dealing with. So that, that could be – that could you know lift them up. Uh, my question is, though, why I, – I like doing that. The, I'm just going to say the majority of the people I know – celebrate christmas right so it's oh it's always instinctual to go pop fire from the hip merry christmas you yeah. know but i've realized you know in this as we grow older you know everybody doesn't celebrate christmas so you have to be uh aware of that and that could i i don't want to say offend anybody but it might not resonate with somebody so you say happy holidays but happy holidays doesn't hit the same as a good old fashion merry christmas that's the problem i have with it i'm with you and and for me what i've got i've gotten to the point where i'm okay with the merry christmas and if they and if they respond with a like i don't celebrate it then i hit them with the oh happy holidays then i don't think it should be okay like because for me that that wouldn't bother me if somebody was like happy hanukkah i wouldn't be like i don't celebrate on i I would just be like yeah thank you you as well or it's like, and Merry, and Merry the, Christmas to you. Or, yeah. or like, just respond however, but yeah. But basically, like, if you don't celebrate it, that doesn't mean it's not, it should be taken as, uh, have a good this day then, you know? That's, if they're, that's what if I'm they're, If they're going to get offended because I'm wishing them a Merry Christmas, that's not, that doesn't say much about me. That's more on them yeah. than me. Yeah. You know? We all got to take accountability here. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So that's that's where I'm out, but I I do agree with you. You know, you sometimes you worry about it, and uh, I, you know we get older and you just you get crotchety. You just go, I don't care. Everybody <laughs> exactly. love every everybody love what the day is, no matter what yeah. it is to you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah, that's some good uh, holiday. Don't want we knew random thoughts, random thoughts. One thing in a winter in recess were going to be our big things for the day. So we knew random thoughts was going to be a little long. But we don't want it to be crazy, so we'll move on instead. I've got a couple more, but I'll save them for next week. I think they're going to be really good next week as well. So we will move on to real quick trivia before we get to one thing in a win. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy! Going to make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? So here's trivia. We've got a question from, like, Two weeks ago, maybe three <laughs> weeks ago, um, to get to, and then we've got a Christmas question. So I'll, I'll do last week's, or I say last week's, I'll do some weeks ago's question, and then I'll let Smooth hit us with a Christmas-themed trivia question for this week. So, uh, previous question. These two QBs tie for the record of most playoff wins without winning a Super Bowl. So a lot of playoff wins, no big trophy. A lot of close, 
no cigar. Those two quarterbacks, you've had forever to think about this, are Jim Kelly, that one is a fairly obvious one, uh, and Donovan McNabb, interestingly enough. Shocking. Shocking. So uh, Jim Kelly, obviously, on the the Buffalo Bills teams that lost, went to four straight Super Bowls and never won one. So Jim, that's a pretty obvious one if you think about this question for long enough. Uh, Donovan McNabb, though, who would have known? He, close but no cigar. I mean, he was with Andy Reid that whole time, but you didn't think they were that successful. No, not like the the Donovan McNabb. <clears throat> excuse me. The Donovan McNabb um, name would have never cracked my, you know, top. Yeah. Shoot, fifteen of quarterbacks. I would, I would have ever guessed. Exactly. Each of them have nine playoff wins without ever winning a Super Bowl. So there you go. You finally get that answer. Let's get to this week's question. This week's question reads like this, and thank you, Walsh Disney, again. We're, this is an appreciative podcast. Thank you for coming up with bangers for trivia questions each week. My, and this one pleasure. is a Christmas – yes, this this one is a Christmas-themed one, which is so fitting. In the NBA, who holds the record for most wins on Christmas Day? One more time, this week's trivia question reads like this. In the NBA, who holds the record for most wins on Christmas Day? I know that's that's – one of the things that my brother and I look forward to the most on Christmas Day, just watch, watching Christmas basketball. Just like Thanksgiving with football, Christmas Day is basketball. So you, I'm talking to you, the senseless, can find that answer on episode 142 of the Bold Nonsense podcast next week. But for now, we go to one thing in a winner. I only got one thing to say to you. You had one job. Just the one. Because I win. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. One thing in a winner. The last week of one thing in a winner, because we don't do it for the playoffs, obviously. Um, This is a regular season thing. But first, let's get to week 15's results. Yes, we did not go over each game. Hope you still uh, made it through fine. I'm sure you did. Um, here we go. Week 15 results. Bales. Huge week. He has been hitting it strong. <laughs> he has been hitting Good it clip. strong since the last the last results, like the poll we gave, the post-three-quarter season. He was like, oh, i got to fire this baby up, and he has done it. 13-3 and three week on week 15. Well done, well done, well done. Uh, mostly can feel good for him because he was pretty far out of reach, you know, for a place. <laughs> Damn! This is a Christmas episode, Walsh. <laughs> it's true, that's true. That was a little, that was a little Grinchish, I'm sorry. Uh, and then after the 13-3, and three, three straight 11-5 and five weeks from myself, the captain, and Smooth. So nice job. Uh, all around pretty good week, but 13-3 and three wins that one. And it will remain a tight race in Bales, as even tightening it up more. So, let's get to it. Week 16, last week of one thing and a winner. It all comes down to this. Bum, bum. If I do the math correctly in my head, we are extremely close for one and two. And I believe everyone is probably within reach at this point. 
uh, with a couple bad weeks from myself. You had a bad week, and Bales has had yep. very strong weeks. Captain staying consistent. So let's get into it. Week 16, it all comes down to this. Friday night football. You talked about some Christmas basketball. Christmas football's getting in the oh, way wow. this year. Let's go. Christmas Vikings at Saints. Saints have already clinched a playoff berth, but they need to keep improving, not to get jumped, to keep some home field advantage. So this is going to be a huge game for them. They did struggle last week, but it's another week for Drew Brees. We all take the Saints. Vikings just lost uh, horribly last week as well. So that'll be, um, if you don't, you want to flip back and forth from basketball to football, or maybe you're not ready for basketball yet. I, I have, honestly, we've heard that sentiment a bunch since basketball began just the other day, that people aren't ready for it, and, and they're still in football mode. So maybe you're more of a football guy, or maybe you just watch it on the phone, you watch basketball on the TV. Who knows? But that is some Christmas football for you. And we all take the Saints over the Vikings. Now, Saturday. Saturday football. Football is just going to, until we, we get to the playoffs, it's just like every day for a while. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's what we're getting football-wise. Love it. Saturday, the first game is Bucks at Lions. And we do have some playoff scenarios for you that we want to give you just in case you're really tuned into any of these games or any of these playoff pushes. If Tampa Bay wins or the Bears lose, and we'll get to that game, then the Bucks will make the playoffs. They will clinch a playoff berth that way. So, we all believe that the Bucks will clinch this playoff berth because they will beat the Lions this Saturday. 49ers at Cardinals. If Arizona wins and the Bears lose, the Cardinals make the playoffs. This is some wild stuff. And we've got the Cardinals beating the Niners. You think? All of us. Yeah. Pretty much all of us there. Uh, Niners kind of dead. The thing is, Niners kind of dead. Um, uh, Bethard beat hard. Is now starting correct at a yeah. uh, quarterback. Do you know who's Incredible. actually who who was uh, who just signed as uh, the 49ers backup? Did you see that? No. Josh Rosen off of the Tampa Bay practice squad. I'm I'm just hoping for a Bethard injury and that we get to see Josh Rosen. Bring out the paddles. He's coming back to life. Oh my gosh, dude. That'll uh, be Yeah, that that's what I'm hoping for. That's Christmas miracle. Christmas yeah, please. miracle. Josh Rosen back to life. I love that. Huh. I love it. So we have the the Cardinals getting that win if the Bears lose. Then Cardinals make the playoffs. Dolphins, the last game of Saturday is Dolphins at Raiders. And here's our first split. An interesting one. I will, you know, you, you notice some trends uh, when we do this. You and Bales are probably on the opposite sides of picks the most out of anybody. Just the see, most. see the game differently. Here, you're both taking the Raiders. This is—I uh, think this was a, a Bale's peace offering to me. And I have my peace offering. I have my peace offering coming up later in a couple picks. <laughs> mm. 
Well, me and the captain believe the Dolphins are going to win, mostly based on that defense. Let's get to Sunday. Sunday games, Giants at Ravens. We all take the Ravens there. They've been lo- looking better in the past couple weeks. And the a lot Giants, of sweeps this week. A lot of, yeah, a lot of sweeps this week. Uh, it's kind of, There's a lot of like divisional stuff. The NFL always plans it so that the playoff picture gets figured out as late as possible. They like to keep the drama going. They do a very good job of it. And that's why a lot of these are kind of like, we're figuring out who people are. Yeah. Falcons at Chiefs. If So the Chiefs win, or if Pittsburgh loses, or if Buffalo loses, then the Chiefs clinch the first round bye. So if they win, or Pittsburgh loses, or Buffalo loses. So a lot of things could... Is Chiefs are sitting pretty, basically. And they're playing the 4-10 and ten Falcons, so we all think that the <laughs> Chiefs are going to win and get that first round by. Uh, Panthers at Washington football team. Here's how the scenario sets up. Wow. If the Washington football team wins and the Giants lose, then the football team will win that division title, which clinches their playoff berth. So gross. So just crazy messed stuff. And yeah, the, the Washington football team looking for the win, <laughs> the division win. They would be seven and eight at that point. Under five hundred and clinch the division it, it title. Clinch, uh, that, how does that? You can't even. You can't put. You cannot put that banner up anywhere. <laughs> you, you can't. Just burn the thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the it's forgotten in the year. Don't, yeah, don't put that out there. No name. <laughs> no banner. Yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. So I'm the only one who thinks the Panth- Panthers are going to spoil the party here. Why? I, j- I just, I don't know. I love where the Panthers are going in the future, and that is clouding my mind in the present. Love Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I, I love the young talent they've got. And I don't trust the football team's offense. They've got a quarterback who can't get his face out of some unclothed women's hearts. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep this PG. Uh, you know, I'd like to say tatas. But, you know, yeah. but I'm figure, not gonna. Guy can't figure it out and he might be your starting quarterback. Don't believe in that. Yeah. No, I understand. I understand. The Panthers are a cool team, man. They're the best. They are my favorite crappy football team. Absolutely. Not even crappy. It's just like, it's just like, they're, they, they're not they, there yet. They're getting better, no. but it's like you still love to watch them. And it's injuries, man, too. Yeah. Like they're not even—they're almost winning um, without their best player. It, yeah. And, you know, like I'm putting my Christmas faith in the Panthers for no reason. Yeah. But you guys are probably that. right taking the football team. Browns, Browns at Jets. We all take the Browns if the Browns win, and. Baltimore, Miami, or Indiana lose, then the Browns make the playoffs. So we all think that's going to happen. Bears at Jags. I have chosen the Jags here, but I have an, I have an in parentheses, unless the Jags don't start Gardner Minshew. Okay. Time out. I'm raising my hand for I everybody. Will let, let the judges decide if that's allowed. On the podcast. I I'm saying this right now because I know if like this has to count as a Jags pick regardless 
Jeff Gardner starts. I that, feel, that can't be an it, there can't be conditional statements on here. What if the Jags start what if the Jags don't start Minshew just because they want to keep that number one overall pick? It's probably smart. You were gifted a Jets win last week. Why would you start Gardner? Because you're a football <laughs> team that has pride and wants to win. I'm saying all all this is my Christmas present to you, Walsh Disney. I'm going to let you re-pick if you would like, but I'm going to say, hey, hard line in the sand Wednesday. That's the pro- That's the excitement, not the problem. Right. That's the excitement with picking Bunch on of- Wednesday <laughs> on Wednesday night. <laughs> Absolute travesty. Just ab- feel like I'm getting Howie Mandeled on America's Got Talent. You, you knew <laughs> that you were going to get that pushback, and that's why you put that statement all in caps. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That was me taking that statement, and this is me sticking with the Jags. I'm sticking with it. I don't care. Dude. I, n- I will not cheer- pick with the Bears. Cheers to you and your cojones. My man, Walsh Disney, just doubled down on the Jags. <laughs> yeah. This is this is me saying Bears down. Bears down. Bengals at Texans. Wow. Huh. The captain going with the Bengals in this one. We're going to take the Texans. Because uh, I think the Bengals were a fluke. What did you think? What can you chalk up um, Monday night's game? What, wait, was it Monday? Yeah, it was when, Monday. Yeah, what ha- so is that more of a Steelers poor performance, or was that the Jags coming alive? That was a Steelers poor performance. Okay. Chalking it up to that. So we think the Texans are going to win it. Colts at Steelers. Steelers have clinched a playoff berth. If the Colts win... And either Baltimore or Miami lose and the Colts make the playoffs. Here we go again. Smooth and Bales taking the Steelers. Go ahead and tell us why. Uh, you can't get... You can, but I would hope you can't get embarrassed that badly twice, two times in a row. Um, I can't speak for... Uh, Bales is why he's going Steelers, but... Um, you know what? I think this marks three weeks in a row that I went against the Colts, and this might be my third loss in a row going against the Colts. So I don't, I don't. <laughs> they sometimes, uh, sometimes you just don't like a team and you don't pick for them. That's fine. Yes. yes. The captain and myself, uh, we like the direction that the Colts are going with their defense and the run games getting going right now. Just Steelers seem broken, and I don't think they get it figured out this week. Maybe against the Browns, but not against the Colts. Broncos at Chargers. Here's the olive branch. You want to tell them? Yeah. Uh, here's my olive branch. Myself, including uh, the captain and Walsh Disney, all take the Chargers over the Broncos in Los Angeles at Walsh, or at St. Bales. Uh, I kneel down on one leave, on one knee, and extend the olive branch to you, my man. I am now taking the Chargers for the first time in several weeks. So there you go. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas uh, how about uh, Eagles at Cowboys? We're all taking the Eagles here. Worst record, better team. Rams at Seahawks. If the Rams win or oh, wow. Arizona wins or Chicago loses, then the Rams make the playoffs. Yes, they have not clinched their playoff berth yet. So, 
Rams need a big win here. That's why I'm going to go with the Rams. And I'm going to go with the just lost to the freaking Jets. Need a revenge game. I'm going to go with that angle and take the Rams. Where I understand your mentality at Walsh Disney, the Seahawks in Seattle are a different beast, even though the 12s are not there to support. Uh, best 12s believe... have become the 19s. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> will be there to put their foot on the Los Angeles Rams' throat and end this misery. All right. I mean, I can definitely see that happening. It's not like the Seahawks are a bad team. Um, let's move to Titans at Packers. And we have another split here, and this seems to be a trend, a, a, a breaking of trends with a trend where you and Bales are taking the Packers. This this is a uh, this week. What is it? Week? What did you say? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen <clears throat> is bales in my week. This is start. Yeah. This is a start of a beautiful relationship, and I look forward to it continuing. Uh, while I don't feel great picking against the uh, Titans and Derrick Henry, um, I don't know. I think just a Rod uh, needs. I think for his self esteem, just a big game. Um, they've been up and down. Obviously, they they are a predominant uh, force in the NFL, uh, but I think they are looking for a uh, a major push as they enter the playoffs and uh, starting the playoffs on a right foot. So I think they do need this win as much as the Titans, and I believe A Rod can lead them to the promised land. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good game. I'm, my worry is not with the offense, it's with the defense, and I don't think they can stop Derrick Henry, which allows the Titans to control the football game, and that's how they'll win it. It'll be close. I just think the Titans maybe get it on a field goal. Ah. Maybe, maybe that's what happens. Uh, although with that kicker, that'll probably make me wrong. Um, if, however, I am right and the Tennessee Titans do win or Baltimore loses or Miami loses, then the Titans make the playoffs. However, if Smoove and Bales take it and Green Bay wins and Seattle loses, then the Packers get that first round bye in the NFC. So that's what Ooh. they're playing for. And then the last game, Monday Night Football. <coughs> Bills, who have already clinched a playoff berth and seem pretty far away, from the first round by, although it could happen, um, they play at the Patriots, who are dead. And we all take the Bills. De- dead, dead as Cam's shoulder, man. Dead as Cam's arm. That- <laughs> Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Uh, agreed, though. Uh, so we're going to, we, we take the Bills to end. The season, to end the regular season, Bills over Patriots. And there you go. That is week six, week 16 of one thing and a winner. Next week shall be the final results. You don't want to miss it. There will be so much S-talk going on. I can't even tell you how much. God, Thank if you. I win. <laughs> I'm bringing a bottle of champagne just in case. 
Gonna pop it on the show. Yep. Get absolutely <laughs> hammered drunk on the show for, a, for, for a big Walt Disney win. <laughs> Love it. Okay, now we gotta get to the big thing. We gotta get to recess and have a great conversation about some Christmas movies. Let's do it. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh, boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. And here, I will, um, I will take over. I, I don't know, we, we don't generally do this. I, will t- I will guess I'll pass over, what, main host duties? Main talker duties to, to smooth for recess and for our discussion. So uh, I was just texting you, Walsh Disney, <clears throat> maybe two weeks ago. I was watching uh, Home Alone. Uh, I watched Great it back to back, one and two. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite uh, holiday movies. Quality pictures. Um, and I was thinking, like, man, you know, Harry and Marv, what what classic characters? Bellissimo. Um, but yes, um, but I was like, who gets it? My my thought. And I texted you was who gets the worst beating, Harry or Marv? I, I feel like I, that's a, a common question. Is that I, I never heard that posed, but I think people, I think people think about it, but but they never talk enough. about it. And and the numbers aren't run. And thank goodness we have a data analytics guy at Walsh Disney that broke me. down each and <laughs> each and every incident that happened in Home Alone one and two, who it happened to. Um, we got some splits, we got some totals, and everything like that. But what I just wanted to do here was just a high-level talk about the Home Alone movies. Uh, what's our favorite? What was it? maybe our favorite accident? Yeah. And then talk about some memorable accidents. And then really put to rest the, the age-old question, who got the worst treatment, Harry or Marv? Yeah, I, so, I feel like our job on this podcast is to provide answers. Yes. And we try yes. and do that with sports, but we got to do it with everything. Yes. And it, it's a, if there are big questions that the senseless need answered, we're here for them. We and don't have the blinders on. We don't have no. those horse blinders on. We can see. We are well, well-rounded <laughs> individuals, and that's why yes. we have named this recess Harry and Marv, a discussion in pain. I like it. I would like to, I'd like to kick it off just real quick. Better name slash idea. So, like, what's the better name? Wet Bandits or Sticky Bandits? I'm going to let you go first because you came up with this. I like the name Sticky Bandits better than Wet Bandits. Yes. But for me, I like the idea of the Wet Bandits calling card more than the Sticky Bandits calling card. I have nothing else to say. I think we we are totally aligned on that. Wow. Like more criminal is the Wet Bandits calling card. Yeah, Sticky Bandits, way better name. Way better. Yes, hundred percent, way better name. Wow, look at us agreeing right off the bat. I love, I love, I love that Harry. No, I love that Marv. <laughs> I love that Marv has in the second uh, Home Alone tapes his hand with duct tape, reverse duct tape, yeah. and then his big get-rich scheme is sticking his hand in the Salvation Army jars and pulls out, like, maybe a buck fifty yeah. change. <laughs> you know how many times he'd have to do that? Yeah. That, yeah. that idea is not the best idea, but it is hilarious. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Home Alone one or two, a better movie? Go. Mm. Gut gut reaction. That's I can't gut re. I'll go Home Alone one, better movie. Home Alone one or two, better bashings. Home Alone two. Yes. Per- well done on your under. I did you did you hear my hesitancy? <laughs> yeah, I knew where you were going. Great follow-up question. Just incredible main hosting right there. Yeah, I just I love the the bashing of Home Alone two, but uh, some of the Home Alone two is just like there's a lot of other stuff where I'm like, get that out of here. Yeah, yeah. Um, the also a little side note. I'm gonna go into like the I'm not gonna call them, I'm gonna call them villains, but no, they're not villains. Uh, Antagonists. I'm talking about, yeah, like the, the neighbor and the pigeon lady. Oh, the... What um, would you call them? B characters. Yeah, B characters. Pigeon lady, she's such a freeloader. Like, I, I watched I watch it, I watched it, uh, <laughs> you know, a couple weeks ago, and I always felt bad for her, but I was like, no, like, the neighbor in the first movie is misunderstood. Yeah. And, like, I get that. But, like, dude, <laughs> you live in a, in a, like... Uh, music hall rafter in the rafters of a music hall with pigeons just because you wanted to. Yeah. Like, I, I get you got your heart broken and stuff like that, but you can come back from that, you know? Like, yeah. you can come back. Both people were lonely. Both yeah. B characters were lonely. One is living right next to the McAllisters who are fucking loaded, by yeah. the way, <laughs> and one is homeless. Yeah, exactly. Just no, I'm not a, not a fan of the pigeon lady. Not a yeah. fan of the pigeon lady. Yeah, um, I, I can I can get that take. What I'd like to do now, real quick, is just break down the we're gonna call them bashings. Yeah. Home Alone one and two. Do you want to read the bashings of Marv, or do you want to read the or recap the the bashings of Harry in these movies? I'll take um, Harry. Feel like I'm more of a more of a Harry. Um, Actually, no, you're probably more of a Harry between the two of us. Mm. Wait, so I always get confused because Harry, I always think. More of a brains of the operation you are. Harry's the short one. Yes, he's Joe Pesci. Yes, okay, yes. I always get confused because Harry doesn't. I always think of him with the curly hair because he has more hair. I can see that. So I'll go, I'll, I'll recap the. Uh, Harry ones, you recap the Marv bashings, then we'll talk about the, the bashings that they each got together. Um, I'm just going to recap here real quick. Harry, when he first uh, tries to enter through the McAllister, McAllister's back entrance, gets shot in the dick! Right in uh, the dick. What? With, uh, with uh, Kevin's BB gun. He also got the famous door handle McAllister M branded on oh, his yeah. hand as he's trying to turn the knob to the front door as Kevin cleverly put the heating tool. I don't even know what that is. Heating brand on the yeah, door I handle. I don't know what it is either. And, and why do you have that at your house? Because <laughs> uh, it's a movie. <laughs> that seems like a ranch hand like kind yeah. of tool. 
Yeah, they also uh, had mannequins in the basement. Like, what the hell's going on? A t- like, not one, but like seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. McAllister, a freak. A freak. Loki. Um, he, he also took the torch to the head when he walked in the door. Yep. Kevin. on a string, pulls a torch down right on his head, burns the top of his uh, skull. Um, One of my favorite ones, uh, he walks in uh, through the kitchen door, the swinging kitchen door, uh, gets the glue all over the face, trips on the wire, pulls the fan, feathers all over the face, and now Harry looks like a big duck. Yeah. Hilarious. And then finally trips on the wire that Kevin has set up in the house and falls flat on his face. Um, Harry, to say the least, took five, count them one, two, three, four, five solo shots um, by himself. Yeah. F- five different events. Happened, five different events. Happened, happened yes. to Harry. Um, Marv, for his, his, his part, he gets shot in the forehead. Post dick shot, he takes a shot yes. to the forehead. gets into the basement and he takes the the classic iron to the face um then he goes tar tar to the feet nailed to the foot ah. fall off the stairs that that's a that's one event three different things go rough for him uh then his feet take another beating with the ornaments that he smashes and then this this would this would honestly be the worst thing that happened if i was marv this would be the worst thing that would have happened to me the entire night. He gets a tarantula put directly onto his face, which might as well just go ahead and kill myself at that point. There was no doubt in my mind that that was the most uncomfortable one for you. Oh, it, I can't. I have a hard time watching it. You Generally, I go with the 10-second speed up on that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. So that is five events for Marv as well. So we talked before the pod that we – I feel like everyone thinks Marv got it worse. Um, I thought so, yeah. Five five events to five events. So the way I tallied this up is I counted the events, and then at the end I did all the things that happened to them. Together, like the mutual yeah. uh, destruction. Yeah, so it's like Marv has five events, but one of those events is three different things. Mm. So I did events, and then I did all the things that happened to him. Yep. Yeah, we'll get so, to that at the end. Yeah. Do, oh, okay. So moving on. Do we want to move along? Move along to Home Alone Two or, or recap Wait, the? Let's let's do what happens to both of them. So like they yeah, both, Home Alone One. They both fall down the steps multiple times. That's a time. Because two. of the ice, right? Kevin go, goes him, ahead and puts the ice down. Gets him. Gets him. Slips on the ice. Then he gets him to slip on the on the cars. I'm up here, you morons! Come and get me. You guys give up, or you're thirsty for more. And then the classic. It's just the best. Pinky into the face. That that's manslaughter, but I I <laughs> that's one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, it's that's the best. One of my favorites. <laughs> it's so creative whoever thought of that. Like, yes, yeah. it is it would kill somebody. But <laughs> like to think about 
all the things that could happen to these people, that's that's ingenious. Yes. Yes. Um, and then they each hit each other with a crowbar. That's post-spider. Where is it? Now, my you get How do you like it, huh? You jerk! And, uh, <laughs> and then they, they, their penultimate punishment, trying to cross the rope and, and, and get, get yep. cut swinging into the brick wall. And then I'll let you give them the last thing that happens to both of them. And then once, uh, Kevin, I believe is in his neighbor's house, uh, he already called 911 or he's calling 911, but he's coming up in the basement, gets grabbed by both Mary and, Ho- uh, Marv. Harry and Marv gets put on the coat rack, so he's hanging there. And I believe, uh, I believe the neighbor. Yes, yeah. He so, someone says he's gonna bite off his little fingers. That's Harry. Like, okay, I can't remember who I couldn't remember. Yeah. Who said that, but Harry said, "I'm gonna bite those little fingers off." Yeah. And then, one and by then one. The <laughs> one by one, and then like Kevin turn or like his eyes get big, and they both turn around. And the neighbor there, the old man neighbor, yeah. takes a snow shovel and goes, pop! Bang, bang, and knocks, bang. Yeah, knocks both of them out. Yeah. Um, and so there is the tale of the fall of the wet bandits. Let me ask you real quick, Walsh Disney, what is the funniest overall and what is the worst overall punishment or beating of Home Alone 1? The, the funniest one, my favorite one... <laughs> is see for me it's all about the reaction Mm. so the funniest one that gets the reaction is the first ones the one where they both get shot those reactions (laughs) are the best it's so So funny funny. but you gotta love the slip and fall on the ice (laughs) i i have actually i watched something and in the like movie stunt business the stunt person business in the movies, that kind of fall where they slip and they like f- go up in the air and then fall really hard, that is called a home alone fall in the stunt business. No, and it is com- it really? It comes from this movie. And I I feel like again I'm not a stunt man, but I feel like it would take a lot for you willingly or like knowingly put yourself in that position where you're going to go whoop yeah. in the air and then straight on your back. I think they won a, the stunt people, I think they won awards or like the stunt coordinator won an award for this movie because it was so well done. Hey. But yeah, like That's- the one where Harry, he goes, he falls on top, he's at the top of the stairs, he falls and he falls right on the back of his neck on the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's easily paralyzed if you fall wrong. And the guy, just go, he just goes ahead and does it. Well done. Well done. Claps. And that's why you listen to this podcast, because you get even more details. Thank you, Walsh Disney, for that. That's the good stuff. My favorite ones, I think the worst punishments are probably the paint cans to the face or the nail to the foot. Nail that thing, I have, a, I have a T right here in my hand, and that's, we're going to call that, we're going to call that three inches. That nail goes into his foot about halfway. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to say an inch and a half. Yeah, that's, like, that's Pure that's infection. Just, yeah, that's just below, like, poking through the other side of the foot. That thing is nasty. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Do you want to go ahead and start the... So, I guess, to recap, uh, very even 
beating, bashing for Home Alone 1. Even in the first movie, maybe even leaning towards Harry in the first movie. Yeah. He he gets his head lit on fire and he gets branded. Yeah. In the first first one, he definitely, I feel like he gets the worst of it. Yes. And I'm not discounting any spider phobias or whatnot, but again, spider not... Didn't kill him or anything. No. Uh, ornaments on the bare feet, yes, would hurt, but you already have a nail in your foot. Yeah. So, uh, iron to the face, again, you survived, I don't know how, uh, <laughs> but, and then Marv shot in the forehead. Marv's got a lot of, like, dome issues. He's yeah. got a lot of, uh, yeah. he's got a lot of concussions. Especially coming up. Yes, yes, coming up. You start us off about on, uh, how about you start us off on uh, Home Alone 2? Okay. Just to recap, this is what happens to Marv. He gets a brick to the face. We'll go over how many times that happens later. But he gets a brick to the face or bricks to the face. face and uh a two-story fall onto his face a lot of face stuff happening here uh, he's a face man <laughs> he's a face man uh he uh, he takes a glue slide a goo slide into a wall with paint cans after yes. that he gets electrocuted <laughs> I believe it's a cement bag. It's it a mi- cement yeah. mixing bag. Cement, cement mixer. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that is unfortunate. That's and a lot. For Harry, yes, for Harry, uh, he was launched into the car, launched into the top of a car. He, I believe, he broke the top of the car. What yep. happens is uh, he's standing on a uh, catapult kind of machine that um, uh, that Kevin had built. Yes, yeah, seesaw. Thank you. Right outside of uh, what's the toy shop called? Oh, I don't. Oh, something toys. Um, but yeah, um, Marv jumps on the other end, launches Harry into the sky, lands right on top of the car, broken back, but somehow he uh, he uh, continues to go through the movie. Uh, he also falls from the fire ladder all the way on top of the ladder. One of my favorites, uh, he goes ahead and pull, I believe he pulls a string, which unzips a bag of tools Right onto his head, or he opens the door, and the the, the, the string door. is tied to the to the knob. That I forgot how that happens, but yes, uh, wrenches galore rain yeah. down on his head. You gotta do better than this, kid. <laughs> he <laughs> he again sets fire to his head, and then mm-hmm. in order to put out. The fire, he, in a, a pretty acrobatic feat, does a handstand up on the toilet, and then lowers himself down into the toilet to put out the 
fire. Little does he know there's kerosene in the toilet and explodes the whole house. chasing after Kevin. Um, Kevin goes up the uh, ladder from the first, uh, I believe it's the first story to the second story. Uh, the ladder shaking a little bit. Kevin has uh, altered the ladder to have some cracks about midway through the ladder. Uh, so once he gets up, it's fine. Once <laughs> Harry um, continues to walk up the ladder, it breaks and he falls flat on his face. Yeah. Uh, straight down. So pretty, pretty classic. Yeah. Um, one other side note. So, all this is going down in Kevin's uncle's house. Yeah. They're out of town, right? Yeah. They're in he, Paris. He, yes, he absolutely destroyed that house, man. Well, one would argue it was already destroyed. Yeah, they, they said it was under, like, maintenance or whatever. They were like, remodeling, I believe. Remodeling? The, yeah. That looks like it's been a homeless dump for the past four years. Yeah. 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 Very well could be. <laughs> just just terrible. We don't um, know how long they were in Paris. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to take uh, the... Yeah. What happens to both of them? Yeah. Well, they both get a sewer pipe swing to the face. Then, post that, that, that pipe launches them back down another story where they land flat on their backs. Then the sewer pipe is cut by Kevin and that falls down and falls back on them again. No. That's four. Um, they also each get the the tool chest smashes through the door and throws them into a wall, and they get burned by kerosene on the rope. <laughs> then there's a three story fall through boards in which launches multiple tens of cans of varnish. Which fall on them, and then to round it all out, they are smothered by pigeons. Yes. Um, Way to go, my, pigeon lady. My, my favorite one of those, I'm just going to jump to this real quick. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one of those is when they get hit by that large lead pipe, you know, like on the stairs you were just talking about. Yeah. So, they're waiting for the paint cans. Kevin throws one. Yep. They think they're so smart, they're like, oh. You know, like making yeah. the fake walking sounds. <laughs> and Marv's loving it. He's really getting into the acting. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second paint can comes and they're like, oh, yeah, we got him. <laughs> and then they, then they really start running after him. And then the lead paint or the lead pipe comes and clears them both out. <laughs> but they just, my favorite part is that they just get so excited. Like they're, yeah. like they're finally outsmarting this. 10 year old or 11 year old that they should be outsmarting that, but uh, they just get outsmarted i feel like that movie launched the term schnoz <laughs> when, when, Mar when marv says all oh, right in the schnoz right in the schnoz he's faking it and then he actually gets hit right in the nose so funny very very yes good point my good favorite point. my uh, obviously him being electrocuted is the best it, his yell, his scream is so funny. 
It's it's the best. It's so campy. It's hilarious. I think underrated is the two story fall that Marv takes, and he gets up and like cracks his back. He looks up through the hole. He oh. just he looks up and there's this just hole in the floor. And he, Marv goes, "Wow, what a hole! What a hole!" <laughs> that, that that line makes me laugh so hard. It's so underrated. Underutilized line. Yeah, definitely. very very well done though. Should we add him up? Yes. Okay. So, both of them, in Home Alone, they have seven hits each. They each take seven hits in Home Alone. They each take uh, four hits in Home Alone 2. For a Combined, total. you're talking about, right? Combined, yes. This is what happened to both of them. Not individual yet. So, the, the events that happened to both of them in both movies, that's 11 things that happened to them. Both. Yes. Now. A lot. Yes, 11 things. I will add up uh, Marv's, and you can add Good. up Harry's. Got in, it. in Home Alone, Marv gets hit five times. In Home Alone 2, Marv gets hit six times for a total of 11. So that add that to the what happens to both of them. That's 11 plus 11. 22 independent events happen to Marv over both movies. But how many total hits does he take? So we talked about the bricks. That's one event, but he takes four bricks to the face. So he has 22 events. He gets hit 34 times over gotcha. two movies, just Marv. That's the stat. That's the stats. That that's a statistical breakdown that we're that we are looking for. Yep. Um, absolutely love it. Following up at Walt Disney, Harry, Home Alone one took five individual events solo home alone two took another five individual events solo for a total of 10 total individual events plus the 11 shared events that he took with marv for a total of 21 independent event or yes independent events however for a number of total events you know, if if things happen repeatedly or whatnot, he was hit 27 times. So 27 times versus 34 times for Marv. We I think all we, have a we all we all were correct. We'll feel like everybody thinks Marv got it worse. He did get it worse. I'm down eight, big horse's ass. Whoa! Nice night for a neck injury. Suck back, kid. But. The amount of things that actually happen to him are very close. Yes. Because you could count, say the spider doesn't actually count as an event. So yeah. that would be 21 and 21. It's just that within those events, Marv takes more hits, like four bricks in one event. That's four bricks, four hits per one event. So he gets more of those. That's a great scene. I still don't know how, like, those, those reactions when he's getting hit by the bricks are so realistic. And the, he's just on the ground, and Harry's just like, get up! <laughs> yeah, it, and the, the bricks, it looks so real. It's so well done. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. God, love um, love Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Amazing. Yes. Fantastic. I'm golf gonna, I'm, golf yes. clap to Home Alone. Remember, if this makes the papers, we're no longer the wet bandits. We're the sticky bandits. That's sticky. That's S. Shut it. T. Uh, I. I. 
and golf clap for for your research and golf clap for this recess because that was the the best recess we've done all 2020. Dude, golf clap to you for the idea. Yes. Golf clap to this show. Yes. Golf clap to Christmas. All right, there we and go. And golf clap to the senseless. There we go. We've done it. That's episode 141. If you want to get in touch with us, Twitter at bold underscore nonsense, Instagram at bold dot nonsense, or you can email us at, oh, he's taking a drink. I got him. Bold nonsense podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. Expect a show on Saturdays. Generally, we're going to get it to you early. Wanted to get, get it to you post or pre uh, Christmas Eve. Almost forgot. Other than that, go ahead and spread the nonsense whenever you can. Just let the people know. Like we said, we want to spread it wide and then bring everybody into a tight-knit community. Other than that, let's say bye to the people. I'm at Still Smooth. Much love. I mean this sincerely. This is one of the best parts of the week to jump on the podcast with my buddy and just to talk to you guys. Uh, We love you guys. Uh, Merry Christmas from all of us here at the network. Um, Stay senseless and have a great Merry Christmas. Uh, I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. And like he just said, definitely have a Merry Christmas. Uh, Remember, uh, the sentiment of like, just because it's a bad time doesn't mean you can't have the best holiday ever. So go ahead and do your best to spread the good times to whoever you can. Um, and other than that, this is the, the BNPN. This is, this is bold nonsense. This is episode 141. A lot of episodes. This is your Merry Christmas. This is your invitation to be the holliest, jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> And this is your invitation to stay senseless. Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas.